This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by 4 What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Sam Claiborne, Scoop, Zach Ryan, <laughs> Scoop. And we've got a great show for you with this week. We're going to talk about Far Cry 5. We're going to talk about the Mega Man X Legacy Collections. But first... Big Tony writes in this week. Starting the the episode. The triumphant return. Yeah, I mean, Big Tony style, when he writes in, he gets top billing. So for new listeners, Big Tony style uh, just writes in a lot. Like you can. At, I don't know what the address is. It's it's hard to remember. Gamescoop at IGN.com. But it's Sam, also... Sam, you're on the show every week and you don't remember Gamescoop at IGN.com. It's also what? No, Omega Cops at oh, IGN.com. We do have Omega Cops at IGN. Did you guys really get that one? Yeah. That's great. And... Goose Camp. Uh, Goose Camp. Goose we have all, Camp we have all at Or is it Camp Goose? I don't think anybody ever actually... We're in those. Camp Goose right now. Anyway, uh, Big Tony Style says, with Metal Gear Survive... Remember that one? Yeah. No. Yeah, I know. With Metal Gear Survive not doing well and already seeing heavy discounts, I'm wondering if Konami will continue making games. What developers would you like to see take over some of their top IP Ooh. if Konami were ever going to sell them? The state, the, the state of affairs for Konami is truly sad because once upon a time they're just they're a top tier video game developer, but it's been a long time. That's the one silver lining, right? Is at some point, even if it's a decade from now, presumably there'll be somebody else making you know making games in those franchises, like yeah. Darksiders or whatever. So the question is, who will get Frogger? Well, yeah, that's one of them for sure. <laughs> uh, let's let's start with uh, Metal Gear. Okay, if someone else are going to make a Metal Gear game. 
Who should it be well, or who I mean, will it be? I feel like Platinum Both. did a bang up job like creating a game in the Metal Gear universe, but that not is that's not necessarily a Metal Gear game. You know, not a stealth Rising espionage. Revengeance. Exactly, yeah. Metal Gear is such a singular yeah, thing. It's yeah. Tough. There's not like much like it. I mean, I think they, they should give it to the Fortnite development team and just make an awesome battle well, royale. That's just I, honestly, a, uh, I said Metal it Gear from game. I said it from the outset at, with uh, uh, Metal Gear Survive that if they dropped in a 100, you know, like one ver- or 100 versus 100 battle royale mode yeah. w- with the Metal Gear Solid Five control scheme on console, I would play that. It'd be a yeah. hit. Yeah, I'd be I'd be into that. I think we just saved Konami. Metal think, Gear Royale. I think Rocksteady would be a good choice for Rocksteady. a Metal Gear game. Yeah, 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 It'd be yeah. A good yeah, yeah. choice for choice for any game. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. Wait a second here. Kojima Productions should buy Metal Gear. Oh, oh that's oh, yeah. smart. That's actually He'll, a really good one. Kojima He's spent, made some. Kojima spent 20 years trying to get away from Metal Gear. Like, I don't know. Yeah. If he was Every time he made a Metal Gear game, he was like, "And this is my last Metal Gear game." Like, yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. But they just got better. I feel and better. Like it means something. That's true. Uh, I was thinking about Splinter Cell. Yeah. Being another stealth game, I wonder if Ubisoft you, could make a good Metal Gear game. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. They seem to make some decent games these days. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. No, you don't think so? Yeah, like I love Splinter Cell games actually, and uh, and Ubisoft games, but they're not like Metal Gear games are very auteur driven. Like mm. it's a singular artistic vision of like one man and his crazy cohort. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I can't imagine that fitting into the Ubisoft mold of making games. Yeah, mm. that's, that's fair. Uh, what about Castlevania? Ooh, I got a good one for this. What? Nintendo. Yacht Club. Yacht Club. That's yeah. Good. I'd like to see Yacht Club. The guys behind Shovel Knight, I'd love to see them make a 2D Castlevania game in, in the vein of uh, Symphony mm-hmm. of the Night or Aria of Sorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I could see sure. that. What about just Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. that would exactly. also be great. Yeah. <laughs> just give Castlevania to Nintendo. Also a good choice. Let them they, make... could, they could actually make Metroidvania. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Such a stupid idea. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, what about Silent Hill? I mean, I Capcom can just take that. Yeah, that's why I thought yeah, Capcom's Capcom doing the, the survival horror thing, right? Yeah. yeah. I guess there's also Bethesda with Evil Within, but yeah. I think... That's a good point. Mikami, you know, is... Uh, mm-hmm. Was it Tango? What are they called? <laughs> the Tango Gameworks? Did I uh, make that up? No, you're close, though. I think it's, it's <laughs> either Tango Gameworks or something like... You all know what I'm talking yeah. about. It's not Grasshopper? Anything? No, Grasshopper no, Suda. Something else. Yeah, Suda. Grasshopper Suda 51. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Capcom seemed to make sense uh, for Silent Hill for me. Now, Contra as a series has been dead for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if it, if, so, if someone were going were to make another Contra game, we should do that. You and I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, think we I don't trust that. it in anybody else's hands at what this about, point. What about Arc System Works, the developer that made uh, Hardcore Uprising? That game is so good. Right. Yeah. Uh, they could probably uh, do. Was My it third was favorite it Contra game? High Flying Studios, the guy behind the guys behind Bulletstorm. High Flying Studios. Or I feel like I feel like Rin, that was their name. Who made Bionic Commando Rearmed? That's true. That that would be a good one too. Yeah, oh, yeah Chair. I, I like what you're saying there. I feel like Chair would be a good developer for that as well. Yeah. Who made? Uh, well, what's it called? Uh, Shadow Complex. Shadow Complex. Yeah. But yeah, what is Chair doing? They 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 did well. I mean, a million Ep- Infinity Blades and Epic has Fortnite now. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't know if Chair is you know pitching in on the mobile port of that or what specifically that studio is doing, but they're all in one sort of Epic dev house now. So yeah, yeah. This is a little bit uh, more niche, but uh, Suikoden. You know what? You take that back. I, I'm not. It's not. I'm just. It's just an observation. Uh, you don't think Suikoden is one of Konami's more niche uh, franchises? Yeah. Okay. In the face of Silent Hill <laughs> and in uh, Metal Gear, no. I mean Square Enix, right? Yeah, Square Enix yeah. should probably uh, take over. But Suikoden. they have to do it. Like, please don't Final Fantasyize 
Final Fantasize. <laughs> Final Fantasize. Like got it. there. Thank you. I like yeah. it. Um, that series. It's got to stay. Uh, they got to bring it back to its retro roots. It's uh, dude, what about the, is so good. What about the Brave Exodus guys? The uh, Bravely Default guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. What's that? Is that level five? I don't know who makes that. Uh, no, it's a team within Square. I, I forget the name of them, though. Mm. Yeah. If Suikoden is so good, why doesn't Konami just make one of those games and make a lot of money? They made there's they've made like six <laughs> of them, like two and a half of which are good. Uh, ah. They just they just put out a, a set of uh, Suikoden pin, um, pachinko machines. Pachinko, so, yeah, yeah. perfect. That's they do true. make they make like gachapon pachinko. Yeah, is that what that's their and big, that's actually that's the reason. Now, that's yeah. what puts a stop to everything we're discussing right now is because they're going to make Metal Gear and Silent Hill pachinko machines until the end of time. Yeah. yeah. Sam, who do you think should take over the Goonies? Stern like Pinball. Stern Pinball? Ooh. Yes. The best Goonies, or the best theme for a pinball machine ever, I think. Would be. Yeah. Has that there not been be a, a Goonies really pinball machine? There is a fan-made one, just like a well, re-theme of There one. are fan-made pinball machines? They're amazing. They're like yeah. re-themed. Sometimes they're like pro- programmed. and yeah. What game did they re-theme? Really one. I don't know. It was, I think it was like a Ballet Playboy some, or something. Some pirate game, yeah. Some pirate I don't think you, Yeah, board. maybe. It, I don't think it had like that complex of ramps or anything. It could have a second play field that's like down underneath. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And they could have a beautiful waterfall. Yeah. Yeah. They could include the octopus. They could include the octopus. <laughs> yeah. They could include the octopus. Say. And like, you know, like all the ramps could be the water slides from the end of the game. Uh, all the different game I'm really modes. really into this. All actually. the different, <laughs> all the different yeah. game modes write themselves. What if the, the, and, and somewhere on the play field, it opens up and the ship comes out at some yeah. point? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super into that. <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe there hasn't been a game. And then there's Domino's Pizza for everybody at the end. <laughs> Perfect. Do they get Domino's Pizza? Is that yeah. The, yeah. That's the pizza. And it's this great classic Domino's box that I really kind of like suddenly nostalgic for, which is like the Domino. Which yeah. is on the top iconic. of the box, yeah. yeah. Blue and red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, what about the Gradius series? I was thinking Treasure. Uh, but is Treasure still making games? Ikaruga. They're, they're not far between. They're not out of business, but the last one that they did, I think, might have been... They did Sin and Punishment. Uh, they did a Sin and Punishment on the Wii. Right. Isn't Ikaruga coming to the Wii? That's two Switch. consoles ago. Yeah. I know. So, so what are they doing? But like they haven't been. They like, haven't like gone out of business. They've so been I don't working know. really hard in this Ikaruga port. What about Astro Boy? Yeah. yeah. That's presumably there's good. human beings Maybe. working at Boy Treasure. Yeah. They have it on their advanced. business cards. What are they going yeah. to work and do each day? Yeah. Ikaruga is supposed to be coming to Switch and PS4. Yeah. Sometimes is Ikaruga on Switch going to have a vertical mode? Uh, yes, I think that was what they showed us. Yeah, you just showed me a Switch vertical mode game. Yeah, Dragon totally Blaze. Works. There's mm-hmm. a, a Japanese arcade game that was released in the year 2000 called Dragon Blaze that just came to Switch, and yeah, it has a cool vertical mode. It's really fun. <laughs> I felt really bad because like I'm not super into uh, shmups, and uh, Damon came over to my desk the other day and was like, "Check it out! Look at Dragon Blaze!" And he was like showing it to me, and I was like, "You good? Good." <laughs> yeah. kind of was yes. Like, All right. Very, whatever. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> very particular kind yeah. of uh, <laughs> video game fan mm-hmm. that gets into those games. I don't. That's all the uh, like the major Konami franchises. Yeah, and we saved of. up a little bit to get Contra, so don't worry about that. One. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What are you guys calling your production company? Contra Studios. Wow, that's Contra. pretty on. That's pretty on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you making a new Contra game? Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, no Contra at all. It's not like Kojima did any better. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, remind me, Sam. I think at um, PAX East, uh, an indie dev was showing off a game that was specifically uh, aping the Contra Three style. A like, Contra like for only Alien Wars. Yeah, exactly. Contra like you have to imagine. The name ex- uh, escapes me at the moment. There's some parallel universe where like Contra is the more beloved game than like mm-hmm. Super Metroid and Castlevania, and there are just like indie Contra likes coming out constantly. <laughs> some alternate, some yeah. alternate future. Where, where Sam is president. We're, we're or, kind of in that for Double Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just like whatever, like some weird, like, you know, they're still making Pac-Man maze games in 2018. Yeah. Well, they made a Pac-Man maze game last year in yeah. 2017. They did. 
All right, moving on. This is Sam in Bristol, UK. Mm. And he says, Far Cry 5 is the hot topic at the moment. You seem to be enjoying it a lot. I played Far Cry 1 and 2 back in the day, and a very small amount of 3. I'd been thinking of getting back into the series, but when I learned about the theme and setting of Far Cry 5, I was put off. My thought uh, was that being set in Montana, dealing with religious cults and also present day, means overall this probably really appeals to Americans much more, to, much more than those of us from the rest of the world. How much do you think the setting of a game where it is actually based on real-world places that are recognizable, make a difference to the geographical player base. Mm. Similar examples, I really enjoyed Hellgate London when it came out years ago because it featured the underground stations, which, as a former Londoner, was a fun way of immersing myself in the game. If a game has this sort of appeal to the people who will recognize the setting, does it also detract from those who don't because they don't feel part of the game as much? It's interesting. Yeah. I, the reverse can also be true though. Like part of the appeal for me of like Yakuza or like Persona sure. was like I don't you know I don't live in Japan I don't know Japan particularly yeah. well, but it's sort of fun to you know run around those cities that I don't have a lot of familiarity with. Well, especially yeah. when when those franchises Yakuza and, and Persona they do such a a great job of replicating those actual places. You know yeah. like like there are streets in in Yakuza. I think it was. Uh, I want to say it was Kotaku ran a comparison where you could you could uh, tab over on their Whoa. images. Was that it was close? like here's Shinjuku in Yakuza, and you can you know move a slider on their image. That was like it was amazing how yeah. how like almost one to one those was were. like that too. Persona right? is similar, yeah. Like there's definitely the real like, train stations. Yeah, the map itself is is very much you know like this is what Japan how Japan is laid out and then the uh, the neighborhoods that you go to are truncated versions mm -hmm. of that but yeah I mean we for us living in such a famous city you know San Francisco is one of the more well-known cities in the world I would say there's not a lot of video games actually set here and so Watch Dogs 2 was yeah. interesting for that reason to actually get a sense for I'm in my neighborhood mm -hmm. and in recognizable like even little details like the trash cans I'm like that looks like the Embarcadero like that mm -hmm. looks exactly like my hood yeah um and that was a really trippy, surreal experience. I had people over just to like show them that game that don't yeah. know games at all. They're just like, look at the city in this. Yeah. It's really yeah. funny. Marty and, and I drive from this to this really fast. Marty and I played a fair amount of co-op in Watch Dogs 2, and it was really fun teaming up with him because he'd say things like, oh, meet me at Union Square for this mission. <laughs> and I wouldn't even have to look at the map. Like yeah. I could just you know, like it wasn't a one-to-one -one city, but like sure. it was close. So in that regard, yeah, I do think there is something, you know, to say yeah. to that. There could yeah. be like a special thrill if you know the mm -hmm. area and it's mapped out really well. Here's the rub, it can be too similar though. And I think What's Far Cry was too Kansas for me. Far Cry was too Kansas. Yeah, we talked Kansas about this. Isn't, that, isn't nearly as hilly as like wooded. As, it's yeah. the western western Kansas. Mm, no, the foothills Kansas of the pretty... the Rockies. The great the great Rocky Mountains, Damon. <laughs> there was a knot in Kansas. Yeah, I think to bring it back around to Sam's original question, Far Cry Five is so heightened and ridiculous, uh, and not necessarily like true to life that I don't really feel like you know if you live somewhere else or that wasn't your experience growing up. I don't I, I don't think. Like the, it's a very very silly cartoony game, um, and yeah. so I don't think it particularly matters if that wasn't you know your life experience growing up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think just modern real world settings are boring anyway. Yeah, I, I don't care where they are. Like GTA, like I just wish it was somewhere else or in the past or in the future. Yeah, hmm. I would say given the option, I would rather explore a fantasy world yeah. than my backyard. I think if it's done right, I, yeah. like I, I agree to some extent, but I think like a world like GTA Five, uh, you know that that representation of of uh, Los Angeles is like so like it is a like an amalgamation of what that greater area is and in that way I think it's really smart like but San Andreas not, did it yeah I know but it's like it's it's interesting to like know an area like that 
and play GTA a game like GTA Five and be like, oh, this is reminiscent of X Y Z. Venice Beach you know? is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's so close. Yeah, I really like that. No, I I, I, I do get that thrill, but in it's terms a, of like. I mean, games being set in real-world settings, you know, contemporary settings, help fulfill sort of the power fantasy of, like, I cannot hunt and kill a bear with a flamethrower in real life. I mean, maybe I could, but... um, Well, Kansas. (laughs) You personally can't. Someone else probably could. Well, I mean, the point of, like, the more realistic the setting is, the more you get a sense of you're just doing something insane in the game, whereas in a fantasy land... You know, it's not as that dragon's on fire. Yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't feel qu- quite as interesting or strange. Like that's part of why this is sort of a deep cut. But like Crackdown one to two, mm. in Crackdown one, you felt like such a superhero and badass because it was in a more realistic setting. And then two was a zombie game, and it didn't feel nearly as special because it was, it was the setting was sillier. What kind of game is Crackdown three? No one knows. That's a vaporware game. Yeah, it's a game that does <laughs> not exist. <laughs> <laughs> the different type of. I hope. I hope it surprises us at E3. Yeah, I won't. All right. Again, <laughs> <laughs> our third surprise in a row. Remember me. Uh, this is Ben from Wyoming. He says, "Hey, Omega Cops, thank you for your great work on this show. It gets me through endless days of high school. It was just my birthday this weekend. I turned 17. I can finally buy M-rated games Ooh. without bringing my parents to the store. And if I got you, if you bring your ID. And I got Far Cry 5, Skyrim for Switch." <laughs> Kirby Star Allies Whoa. and yeah. Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2. Those are not all. Are you sure games. Kirby? That might be a, an adults only game. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the rare AO. <laughs> they're they're doing all that kissing in that game, you yeah. know? So, yeah. yeah. So he says I'm overloaded with games. What order do the Omega Cops think I should play them in? So wait, wait, it was Far Cry, Skyrim. Far Cry, Skyrim, Kirby and Marvel Super Heroes 2 Lego. Interesting. Well, if you play Skyrim, you're not going to play the other one. That's why I would say save Skyrim <laughs> yeah. for last because I think you won't ever get to the other three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you play Lego Marvel with a buddy. So here's right? well, here, here, aren't both uh, Lego Marvel and Kirby sort of uh, yeah, those designed are both, for co op? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm so. going to say you do Far Cry first because that's what the conversation is yes, right now. The game you, can, the you can ride that wave and that bookends the two like open worldy games. Exactly. Like, you don't want those two back to back. Exactly. And it's like the most mature game you could possibly play oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. for 17 years yeah. old. Yeah. It's Real, uh, lots of grown-up stuff cool. happening. A lot game. of swears, <laughs> <laughs> drugs, um, uh, and so then I think you do the two kids games in Skyrim. Yeah, I think that's actually. Well, you know, you can always just have people over to play those games or play mm-hmm. those with friends while you're playing your yeah. your single player games separately. Uh, you know, I, I think start. I think start with Kirby because it's short. Do Far Cry because it's topical. Play Skyrim because it'll take forever, and then skip Lego Marvel Two. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't he play are. Kirby by yourself. Uh, oh, it's fun. I'm doing it. It's great. Oh, Zach. I'm having a good old time. I think uh, Lego Marvel 2 in throwing general. throwing hearts. It's Zach. wonderful. Stop it. <laughs> I think in general, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2 got better reviews than Kirby did. Yeah, I've just never been a fan of the Lego games. I'm sure that's a great game, but... Dude, I can't keep up with... I used to play... Like, a Lego game would come out, and I would play all of them. Like, they were great. Lego Pirates and Lego Star Wars. And then at some point, I lost track of, like, they are coming out faster than I can possibly keep up. Yeah. Force Awakens was really cool. I played Lego Force Awakens, and that was really fun. That was like the only one that I've ever actually sat down and played through the whole thing. Others I'll play like at a, someone's house if like, you know, they're playing or, you know, kids love playing them. And so it's easy to get, you know, kids involved in games through those. But I feel like, like Harry, Harry Potter was the peak. And that was just, what about the Hobbit? Was it the Hobbit or Lord of the Rings? They did both. It was like a Hobbit one, right? They did Lego Hobbit as well? Yeah. Those Maybe. Really no one knows. <laughs> I mean, I, if there's a popular entertainment property, property, yeah, they've probably done a. I think I own the Lego Hobbit. <laughs> Lego the Hobbit. Yeah. Like a Requiem for a Dream. Mm. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, all right, in the news this week, we got a release date for the Mega Man X Legacy Collections. Both of them will be out July 24th. Part one, so there's eight Mega Man X games. Mm-hmm. The first collection is one through four, and the second one is five through eight. And I'm excited to play these because I've only, I think I only ever played Mega Man X one, mm. first one. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think you several of them are, are, are well regarded as being. If you look at one, two, and three, and then four, like they all look like they're on Super Nintendo, but the, but four made the jump to PlayStation. Four was on PlayStation, starting with, yeah, four. And then I found out today that three is on PlayStation also. Really? Yeah, and I don't know which version is going to be in this collection, but the three so on three Super Nintendo on has an FX chip in it to make the Ooh. to make the 3D, like the 3D spinning things. So we should do a graphics comparison. Both Wait. Super Nintendo yeah. and PS1? Yeah, that's wild. That's just very that's unusual. That's so crazy. How many but games it was did so that? Late. Probably not just that many. one. Just that game. Yeah. yeah, that's the only one. You know, Chrono Trigger and Final yeah. Fantasy did eventually. Yeah. Yeah, but those reports. Yeah, right? those like, count. Total yeah. ports. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess this is a port as well. But it was, but the like time wasn't. The time release. didn't elapse too much between. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to go back and look at like the PS1's first year, like you know, however long, and like see how many of those came out simultaneously on the mm-hmm. 16-bit era. Huh. Yeah. But Mega Man did stay pretty cool and Mega Man X looking until. I think it was seven. Seven's the weird one, right? And then the it looks one? like uh, and eight is a PS2 game. Yeah. But seven looks already like really smooth and not like pixelated, and, and then eight looks like crazy. About, like Mega Man's all tall and skinny. What about Maverick Hunter X? Is that going to make the cut <laughs> on this collection? I don't think so. No. <clears throat> yeah. There has been an X collection before, and it had that racing game in it. Yeah. It's whoa, called whoa, whoa. Battle and a Chase. Specifically, I think? X Collection or just the Mega Man? No, there was an Mega X, Man collection. X Collection yeah. for GameCube uh-huh. and PS2. There was a there was a Mega Man Collection that anniversary. Had, yeah, the Anniversary Collection, and then there was an that. X Collection as well. Interesting. Yeah. I guess I, I totally forgot about that. I had that. Uh, so that racing game was, I think, only released in Japan, mm-hmm. and I had like uh, like imported it. Nice. Back in the day. Is it called after I Battle my PS1. and Chase? I think so. Rockman Battle and Chase. Battle and Chase. Yeah, that sounds right. What about Battle or Chase? The far less popular. <laughs> um, one or the other. Why yeah. not both? I would totally play through all these games again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One, I think one is a little rough, too, is like really improves on one. I mean, one's really great. It's a great game. But like it's nobody played three because it was so hard to get. Three is the, the best time, one. And it's really interesting. Yeah. So it's good, good to have it in the collection. Why, why was it hard to get? It's like one of the rare Super Nintendo games. It's mm-hmm. so expensive. I mean, obviously, you could, now I just found out you can play it on PS. I wonder if it's just uh, like also, late, late in the Super Nintendo's life. Mm-hmm. Yes, two and three. Yeah. They're like some of the most sought after cartridges. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, did Mega Man X never come to the Genesis? No, there's no, no Mega Man on the Genesis. Mm-hmm. Wonder why? Yeah, because it's just odd, right? Yeah. yeah it's, well, they, Capcom did Disney games on the Genesis, so yeah. we know they did games for the Genesis. Yeah, they did business oh, yeah. with Sega, yeah. Castlevania. They brought Contra there. So. Capcom, I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm still thinking about Konami. Yeah. I'm stoked because I, I recently played through X on. Uh, Super Nintendo Classic, mm. and uh, that's one of my favorite games. Like, I love Mega Man. I love uh, you know the first three X games. Um, so it's awesome that this collection, these collections are coming out on Switch because now I get to play through all of them. So yeah, it's rad. I have no sense of what four, five, and six are about. Like one through three, it's just like you They're were saying. I know, I know what they are, and like seven and eight, I remember those. But like that middle X period, I'm like, I don't know what those games look like or yeah. who. I've been looking at videos. They have great like Mega Man Seven looks. So there's like big background polygon stuff. Yeah, and then there's like really good sprite for a lot of it too. They look really appealing. I again, I've never played them, but I've watched the videos. Play as a robot, hunt other robots, reploids, absorb your powers. That's right. Yeah, Mavericks. Mavericks, yeah. You're the Mavericks. No. You hunt Mavericks. You're you're Maverick Hunter X. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the bad guys were the, you're Maverick Hunter X. Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, the Reploids <laughs> are the names of the, supposedly, the bosses, and yeah, they're all animals. The it's great. Supposedly, the Mega Man X games have like pretty deep lore and like a pretty cool story. Mega Man X was created by Doctor Light in Frozen. That's right. That's so sad. Yeah. He's like, you're too good. It's yeah. <laughs> pretty good, Doctor Light. Thank you. What uh, game is that from? I don't know. I think it's from Seven. Yeah, yeah from Mega Man Seven. Well, isn't that also the one that has a cutscene cut scene where he goes, "Shut up"? <laughs> I think that's eight. <laughs> is that eight? Well, yeah. from with the anime cutscene, yeah. "Shut yeah. up." <laughs> uh, so both collections are twenty bucks each uh, for download. There is a retail bundle uh, that's forty bucks. You don't, so you're not getting a discount. But it's two discs for PS4 and Xbox One, or on the wait, first wait. Switch. Hold on, two discs. Yeah, it's a lot of Mega Man bundle. It's a lot of Mega Man. You can't in there. fit eight. PlayStation era Mega Man games on a on a single. They did do up through PS2. I think maybe so it's because it's technically they're separate games. Oh, yeah. the collections maybe they printed yeah. them separately. Yeah, that could yeah. be it. Yeah, because yeah. it's collection one and two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the Switch <laughs> retail bundle is just one cartridge yeah. and then a yeah. download code. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a classic Switch code? jam for Legacy Collection Two. <laughs> Weird. So so what they wanted to do is make sure they got to use their menu screens. For both and not combine them, right? Uh, it's like they, they kept the packages separate. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's out. They're separate games, right? That they're bundling up into one th- thing you can... Yeah, but we, I think we, the question I, is, could they have been on one oh. disc? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just could it have been on effort. one disc, on one Blu-ray. But then, you're, but then you're doubling production, right? Because you're you're creating discs that have all eight games and creating discs that have one through four and five through eight. Oh, right? they're not selling so. retail separately. That's why it's stupid. That's why. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. You're right. So it's menus. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want to create. <laughs> Gotta get those hot menus. Yeah. Do you want to have a, a the more you know segment about what going gold means? Remember that term? We're not yeah. gonna hear that anymore. That's that's not true. We just heard about God of War going we get gold. Press about a releases month ago. with them yeah. uh, sometimes, but it used to be. I remember when I first started ten years thing. ago. You just get every email would be like, "This game's gone gold," and then yep. you'd write it up it means, as news. Yeah, yep. means meant the code was locked. Yep. The game is finished. They can't and work they on can it anymore. Print the discs, yeah, right? Print is that what it's But that's means? also like that's also a relative term in this day and age because a game can go to print, but yeah. then still get a eight gigabyte. Oh yeah, patch yeah. That, that not only that, and yeah. then they also get sold. Like, so what is Fortnite that for? You know, not so finished. what is that? Is that going platinum? Is when the code is when, like when the, the yeah, it's so day weird. one just, patch is ready? Yeah. I think it's just an outdated term. Yeah, they just patched Red Dead Redemption. Like it never ends. Yep. Yeah, that Xbox One version of Red Dead looks Ooh. tasty. Looks really good. Yeah. I can't believe how good that game still looks. We don't yeah. even need a new one. Yeah, I think we're just... Cancel. Yeah, I'll pass Let's on the new one. Also, the, the new one, one looks too Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> no such thing. This is Gregory from Syracuse, New York. And he says, recently, I've been playing a lot of games. Whenever I have time to myself, I turn on my PlayStation 4 and I play whatever game is in my current catalog. This is Legend Spending. (laughs) Way to go, Greg. Yeah, that's how video games are. We're on board. (laughs) This has led to spending less time enjoying my other hobbies, such as reading, writing, and playing music. I then began to wonder, should I be doing these other hobbies instead? While I find enjoyment in video games, I sometimes feel it doesn't cause my creative juices to flow, Mm. and I'm simply passing the time. This, coupled with the fact that I'm simply experiencing something that someone else created, has caused me to feel that all the years I've spent gaming, I've wasted while I could have been doing something else. Have any of you ever experienced a feeling such as this? There's only one solution to that. What did you do about it? One solution. Do it for work. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's the only otherwise you are just wasting your time. You uh <laughs> Damon, I've always liked your attitude on this and how you sort of think about your time outside of work. I don't know if you want to get that into I'm it. in charge of it? 
Yeah, no, like your 10 p.m. rule. Oh, that. That's how I. Basic theory. (laughs) My time. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, like, I mean, yeah, like you are in charge, Greg, you are in charge of your own time and you can budget your time accordingly. And if you feel like you want to spend less time playing video games and more time uh, doing creative endeavors, then you can do that. But my, yeah, what Justin is talking to is my personal schedule that I try to stick to is uh, I get home from work and I try to be productive until 10 p.m. And then after 10 p.m., I can play video games. You don't go to bed at 10? No, I don't go to bed at 10. Crazy. 10 is when video game what? time starts. 10 is when sleepy time starts for me. Oh, man, yeah. no. I can't go to sleep before midnight. That is still impossible really? to sleep before midnight. Oh. Yeah. You could you also play some worse games. <laughs> <laughs> you could do what I do and just uh, not be creative at all. Yeah. And just don't yes. have a creative outlet. Yeah, and just, just consume other people's content. Yep. There's enough content already. We don't need more. <laughs> have you been on Spotify I mean, lately? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah. needs to make any more music. We're good. Infinite content. Yeah. 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 Infinite uh, content. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, in a former life, I was a musician and, uh, you I do you're still a musician. I don't know. I don't play music anymore. So no, I mean, I'll, you know, like I'll sit down and pick up my guitar and like play a riff or something that's like, Oh, this is cool. But I don't put that riff anywhere. I don't, you know, like I don't practice with a band anymore. So no, I don't, I don't necessarily classify myself or, or define myself as a musician. And I do have this like sort of like gamers guilt sometimes when I'm sitting there, like especially on a weekend and I've played two full days of <laughs> far cry five. And then I look outside and it's gorgeous. And I'm like, why am I not doing anything else? Like, you know, I creatively, especially, but I do, I have found myself like choosing like, I think partly because of work is like, I really need to get through this game like as fast as possible. It's a legitimate solution. If you want to be creative and like maybe put your thoughts down about the game you're playing more power to you. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's a really fun thing to do. And that's why we're all in this business. Yeah. You you could also uh, have kids and then you'll be too tired to do anything. Yeah. (laughs) That's creative. Creating life is creative. Yeah. I sometimes just sit in a dark room and stare blankly. (laughs) (laughs) Just have. You think he's being, you think he's joking. That's, he seriously told me about how he does this sometimes. Every once in a while. Sometimes you just go into a room here in the office and you turn on the light like, ah, Justin's (laughs) Justin's here. (laughs) Just need a few minutes peace. Um, no, I think that, you know, you find the balance and, uh, it's not a waste of time if you're, you know, doing it to really enjoy yourself and maybe find balance in in your life and relax. I don't think any, any, any time spent truly enjoying yourself is wasted, you know? Yeah. But there's definitely been times where I've played games that I'm like, this is boring. Why am I doing this? Well, (laughs) yeah, that sucks too. It's nice that it rains here a lot and it's foggy. And so sometimes you're just like, yep, nah, just stay inside. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, I'll even take a windy day. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's too wind. windy. Yeah. Too windy. Yeah. Better, yeah. better stay inside and play video games. Yeah. All day. Actively keeping me inside. Yeah. I just like that I resistance can't, is enough. Oh, the wind's too yeah. strong. Yeah. I can't get the door open. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Can't make it game. out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Now it's time for a new game. Oh, boy. This, this idea was suggested by Kevin McCallo. Callo? Callo? Yeah. Kevin. It's Kevin Quello. Hey, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he has gathered some strap lines from IGN Reviews. This is a very good game. Oh, oh boy. And I'm going to read the strap lines, and you're going to try to guess the game just okay. based on the strap line. All right. I write these a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, uh, listeners, uh, if you don't know what the strap line is, it's the sentence underneath the headline. Our headlines are written in AP style. Not complete sentences, and then underneath that is a complete sentence with grammar and punctuation. You said this is all reviews, right? From reviews. Yes. Or sometimes it's you, just a quip and not a complete sentence. Can I give you a favorite recent example of a strapline? Yes. Sure. Okay. 
Dan Stapleton's review. He's great. Wait, don't tell us what the game is, and then he'll guess what it is. Okay. So Dan Stapleton's recently did a review. This is going to totally give it away, but his strap line was more than more Mordor. Oh, yeah, that was good. More than more. Oh, what? What? Was that from Shadow of War? Shadow of War. I was trying to think of something more recent. More than more Mordor. It's more than just more Mordor. That's recent. That's October. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You would not believe how seriously Dan takes his review. I was there for the the spitballing of that one. Uh, All right. The first one is the greatest. Hold on. The greatest 3D world ever created. That's Super that's, Mario 3D World. No, it's got to be. Uh, it's a good guess. It's got to be Breath of the Wild. Banjo no. Kazooie. It's not. It is <laughs> something old. It's gonna be something stupid as hell. It's now Mario I, 64. Oh, yeah. okay, oh. that makes sense. Yeah, the, that's the right on the money. World you know what's weird about that is that Pear wrote that recently because he just moved yeah, our old that. reviews mm. that he was involved in into our new format, and they didn't have strap lines before. That's yeah. what. Since oh. IGN's been on the air 20 years, you can go back and read old articles. <sighs> But because we've ported over, you know, we've <laughs> yeah. ported over our content management system, and like, like, like that old, those old articles are usually like broken and busted, even though they're still technically online. And it bothered Pear so much that he went in and cleaned them all up. Yeah, what are you yeah. chuckling? Are about we not going to comment on that? Justin said that oh, IGN yeah. has been on the air. <laughs> okay, whatever. let us go. We're home. broadcasting. We've been broadcasting twenty four seven. Cut twenty years. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. The next one is we walk until. Make, it, make sure I get this right. We walk until this path is done. Journey? Yes. Oh, nice. Which I believe was a Ryan Clements joint. Yeah. Back in the day. Why so serious? Uh, is, is, is it a Journey lyric? <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> Don't stop believing. All right. <laughs> the next one is <laughs> Survival of the Fittest. Uh, this one's much more. That's so generic. It's got to yeah. be old. Yeah. Actually, it's, oh, I can tell you, we have, uh, I have scores too. This game got a perfect 10. Ooh. Uh, there's not that many of those. Survival of the Fittest. Wouldn't be it wouldn't be MGS five. Hmm. Uh, um, is it a Nintendo sixty four game? It's a Game Boy no. Color game. It's not. <laughs> so you think this is a Craig Harris joint? I oh, thought so. Uh, is yeah. it GTA four? No. Uh, closer to the era though. This one is uh, The Last of Us. Ah, okay. Didn't you just say it was an old game? Yeah. So what I you're saying you is not all of our straps are clever puns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about this one? A pound of flesh. It's a Dante's Inferno. No, oh, that's a good. That's a good. <laughs> uh, that was our strapline for Bloodborne. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, you didn't play this Bloodborne. Is, yeah, Should, would I get it if I played Bloodborne? No, I didn't get it either. I played that game three times. <laughs> All right, how about this one? Has the franchise racer advanced, or is it spinning its wheels? Mario Kart sixty four. No. Mario Kart Wii. Forza. Nope. Mario Kart eight. Nope. Mario Kart DS. Nope. Mario Kart. I'm Dan, out. It can't be in the Dan Stapleton era because he wouldn't have allowed. He wouldn't have allowed franchise. Yeah, we'll yeah. end up on that bad. Yeah. Uh, Ridge Racer. No. Double Dash. Yes. Oh, oh. wow. Fran Mirabella. I knew I was missing one. I knew I was missing one. Seven point nine. Yeah. That's the famous. Yeah. Fran gave yeah. that a seven point nine, and, and a long time ago, that was a funny thing. How about this one? Twisted Pixel is back to blow your mind. Twisted Pixel. They made a. But did they make Explosion Man? Mm-hmm. Ms. Explosion so Man? Some Explosion Man? Yeah, it was yeah. either that one or, or Explosion Man. And that was from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about this one? <laughs> A fantastic miss for Fox. Oh, that's Star Fox uh, that Zero, right? That's really good. <laughs> yeah. That's really clever. No, not Zero. Star Fox oh. 2. Star Fox 2, okay. Yeah. And that, that was, was one of my proudest moments. Hey, applicable to both games, though. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. One miss more. <laughs> look at how look at how pleased he is with himself. A fantastic a miss for fuck. It's That's a really, really good. That's got to be an all time like an all time great top ten strap line. Yeah, from IGM. We'll rank them. Uh, 
Go ahead. One more, one more. Where no roguelike has gone before. Oh. Mm. Uh, Splunky. Uh, no. Uh, rogue Legacy. No. Wow, there's more roguelikes than that? FTL. Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah. Roguelike in space. That's cute because yeah. it's in space. Yeah. I was trying to think of the Star Trek in Bridge space. Commander. Is that the name of the VR yeah. game? Not yeah. a roguelike, though. No. I, I don't know. I didn't play that game. <laughs> that was a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> What was it not? I just like, yes, it was fun, but when you have to say that out loud, I'm that saying it to Kevin. We're, we're I, having I'm, fun. I was going to say, Kevin, thank you for the, the, okay. the good game, Kevin. Can you guess this one? Guess More it. like fart cry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I said that to you. <laughs> they, have to, they have to make a bad one, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. We do still we'll sit on that one. <laughs> we'll, wait for, we'll wait for Far Cry 6. My, my favorite one of all time. My favorite strapline that I've ever seen was a preview for uh, Star Fox Adventure in EGM back in the GameCube era. And the headline was like, you know, Star Fox Adventure, but the, <laughs> the strap was about his fur. And it was, Rare Ads Hair Gives Fox Flare, which I thought was really <laughs> good. It's cute. <laughs> Has anyone here played Star Fox Adventures? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Like wow. On Dinosaur Planet? Yeah. I'm the only me? one that didn't play that. It's fine. Yeah. It's on that yeah. Dinosaur Planet. It's not bad. It's okay. It's like, it's, yeah. it's fine. Uh, it's good. Big, empty slog. There's one character, uh, I forget his name, that is so, so annoying. In slippy. That game. It's, it's a slippy type, but it, yeah. Oh, it's a slippy-like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no his name is like Prince. I don't before. know. I don't remember, but he's terrible. I think that game's fine. I think that game's an easy 7 out of 10. That's probably what. You should play it now. Mm. Is it in the Rare Collection? It's not. It couldn't no. be in the Rare nope. Collection. Anyway, all right, uh, Zach, thank you for joining us. We're gonna, yeah, thanks we're for having gonna me. excuse Zach, take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we'll play Video Game 20 Questions with a special guest. And now, a word from our sponsor. Attention, dudes. Most men will experience hair loss by age 35. By the time you notice, it's usually too late. A preemptive strike is required. That's where 4hims.com comes in. 4hims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and other men's health issues that connects you with real doctors for medical-grade solutions for problems that can be embarrassing to handle in person. There's no waiting room, no doctor visits, but these are prescription solutions backed by actual science. You visit 4hims.com, answer a few questions, a real doctor will review and prescribe accordingly, and products are shipped directly to your door. While supplies last, GameScoop listeners can get a trial month for just $5 when they head to 4hims.com slash GameScoop. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash GameScoop. And now, back to the show. And now it's time for Video Game 20 Questions. Please welcome our very special guest, Lily, who uh, is joining us because this is actually her last week at IGN. Yep. And she mentioned recently recently that she wanted to play 20 Questions. Hadn't gotten a chance to yet, Yay. so we wanted to make sure we get her in here. And nothing yeah. to lose, right? So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. My record could either be great or absolute garbage. <laughs> That's true. You could be the only person to ever have a 100% record. Mm. Or zero. Yeah. Or zero yeah. percent, yeah. I'm ready. But let's think positive. Let's, I like let's those make odds. it. A, let's yeah. make it a hundred percent. Our suggestion this week comes from Scott Philip. Let the questioning where's begin. He, where's he from? He didn't say where he's from. Oh boy. We gotta pick a different one. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not picking a different one. Well, he has two first names. Yeah. That's so obviously he's a murderer. Yeah. If obviously. I've learned anything from forensic files. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got really dark. Yeah. Really. Uh, is this game a? Is this game played from a two-dimensional perspective? From a two? Can is you? It's two two D game. Uh, oh my gosh! We tripped him up in this one. I, can you be more specific? No, <laughs> I don't know what. To, like, are you saying? Are you asking if if uh, are you asking? I don't want to help with if this. I want to. Objects are rendered in three D. 
in this game? N- no, I'm asking if there's an X and Y axis that you move in or an, an X and a Y and a Z axis that you move through. Oh, man, you stumped him. You stumped him. And it's only I think we won. The only reason I was asking is because I thought there's a 50% chance Dam- Damon would pick Cuphead. Cuphead, yeah. Uh, how about you ask a different question? Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll uh, just forget that one. Does this game have uh, cooperative play in it? No. Oh, it's not, it's, e- not. it's not either of Lily's two favorite games. Well, Lily, take it away. I, um... Is this ga- was this game developed before or after 2000? Was it developed after 2000? Before or after, or like right <laughs> no, on 2000? Uh, after after okay. 2000. No. Before 2000? Yes. So your research is going to come in handy. <laughs> yeah. All the ones I did for the last 30 minutes. Just uh, right. <laughs> did it come out after January 1st, 1990? Yes. Okay, 90s game. Okay. That was five, so I'm, I'm definitely in this. Uh, was this game well received? Yes. So popular '90s game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was oh, it my turn? Sure. Oh, man, I didn't even think of one. Come back to me. Uh, right, I'm trying to think w- of like. Was it a right was it a 16 bit game originally? Was it on the Sega Genesis or the Super Nintendo originally? No. That's five. Uh, was this a 64 bit game? Well, that only leaves N64. It doesn't PlayStation count as PlayStation's that? 32-bit, I think. I don't know. Bits kind of, I don't know. Is it a 32-bit or above game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so stupid. I love it. So, so it's like a PlayStation or 64 or possibly Dreamcast game. And it's not a co-op game. Hmm? And it's unclear whether it's a 2D or 3D game, although that did not cost us a We question. could ask if it had 3D graphics or realistic graphics or something like that if we wanted to. Does it have realistic graphics? No. Oh, cool. Hmm. Uh, was this game on the Nintendo 64? No. Hmm. Okay. You go ahead. No, go ahead. Was this game developed in Japan? Yes. So, Dreamcast, Saturn, PlayStation... One of those, or PC, which would be weird, or arcade. Probably not PC in Japan. Is it Crazy Taxi again? We get that game all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'd be weird. But arcade, though, right? Yeah, probably not. But but well-received. I think we need to know what what system this is on. I I would guess PlayStation first. All right, is this on PlayStation? No. Ah! Oh, man. That's 10. Is it on Dreamcast? No. Stop! (laughs) (laughs) I'm useless on this one because I like what's left. Saturn. Saturn. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. If it's 32 bit and better, then it's Saturn. We we didn't eliminate we didn't eliminate in 64. It could be like yeah I did. No, we did. Did you do that just now? It was a while ago. Yeah. Couple questions. Yeah. Uh, was this? Is, so it's like Knights or something like that. Yeah. Is this game developed by Sega? No. Oof. Oh boy. Why are you doing the, this? <laughs> I'm not doing anything. <laughs> it's Scott Phillips. I told we, you he's a murderer. We gotta let Scott Phillips is a murderer. Yeah, I mean, could it be a PC game? Could be. We gotta let Lily get some questions in. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I never played the Saturn. That's the thing because I was a That's babe. Fine. Sega well, didn't make baby. it. Ask if it's on Saturn because it, it probably isn't. Uh, yeah. Just as a general rule, though, <laughs> know that I I pick games that I think 
you guys yeah. would actually know and yeah. get to. And then we let you down often. Can we ask if it's <laughs> I'm not like trying to. just ask if it's an arcade so it's game? Not like, it's not, not going to be something like, be like totally bizarre time, that you've never heard. Uh, you know, like Time Crisis or what is it called? Any of those late 90s shooters. DDR, it could be. Yeah, maybe. Is, is this an arcade game? Yes. Is this game played with, oh, no, what's the way? I, I want to know if it's played with like a weird interface, like either yeah, a gun great. or uh, dancing or something that was less common to play games at home. Mm-hmm. That's that's the question? Yeah. Yes. Woo! Okay. Is it about dancing? Yes. Huddle it's up, 15. huddle up, huddle up. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. We've got five questions left. Who made Dance Dance Revolution? Konami. Is that true? I thought they made the other Am one. Am I wrong about that? I don't actually know. don't know. I thought they made the competitor. Maybe they did make DDR. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm delving deep, and I can't answer that question, but I have a feeling it's Konami. I don't know why I have a feeling. It's probably DDR. But so, Lily, one of the rules is if you actually guess the name of the game and you're wrong, then the game's over. Yeah, I don't want to do that. We've had five questions. We should use them. Yeah. Better to be safe than sorry. Uh, Smart. Did, how many how many pads does the DDR game have? Um... It changed over time, right? Yeah. So the question is, are we doing like up, down, left, and right? Or are we doing up, down, left, mm. right? Left, <laughs> up, right, yeah. up. Uh, does this game have a, a track of directions to follow while you play it? Yes. It, okay. Is it a, is it, would someone maybe describe it as some kind of dancing revolution? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. Uh, one. How about this? How about this? Does it have sequels? Yes. Is it the first in its series? Yes. First of its name. Wait, so. it's uh, Shirley. I think we should let Lily do the honors, right. but I think Let's we're pretty. Wait, I, w- I do want to ask, can, right, um, can you play this game against another person? Yes. Oh, then, yeah, it's. You got to ask. Uh, what is Dance Dance Revolution? <laughs> it's, yes, you know, Jeopardy rules. <laughs> yeah, we don't play by Jeopardy rules. But yes, so it, now we've lost the original Shit. Dance Dance Revolution. We Good did. job. 1999. 99. And just what, barely in the 90s. Wow. Just barely in the 90s. And what I thought might trip you up is that the original one never came to home consoles. Oh. It, was wow. one, it was its sequels that it did. It never came? Not the original Dance That's Dance Revolution. Crazy. It, do you, do, okay. Is it Konami? It is Konami. Oh, so who made the, uh, the other dancing game? Which was the other dancing one? Just, just Dance. dance. <laughs> well, there was Just Dance later. And remember Mario was. Dance Revolution? I remember oh, Star Wars. I do remember that Star one. Wars oh. one. The, with well, the, well, that with that the Han Solo song. That was Star Wars Connect. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. I'd forgotten that Konami did a whole like a series of like arcade, like peripheral. Like they did a, uh, what was their guitar? Yeah. They, guitar had, they had a guitar game before Guitar Hero. Yeah. yeah. And then there was Bomani. Did they do Taiko yeah. Drum Master? Was that them? That's not, that's Namco, I think. Namco. And then there's, um, Gun games like yeah. Uh, yeah, I keep well. Time Crisis is, time is uh, Namco as well. I mean, but what about Lethal Enforcers? Yeah, is that Konami. That was earlier. Yeah, and I don't even think that. I think that's a claim or Midway really? or something weird like that. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm glad you guys got there. Yay! Well done, Dance Dance Revolution. Uh, that was great. Before we go, we have time for a scoop, Jim. <laughs> From Kevin in Tennessee, and he says, on the show last week, you were recently perusing the April 1999 issue of EGM, and you mentioned a sticky note that said, email Red Octane. Before Netflix was even a thought, Red Octane started offering video game rentals by mail. It was a pretty big deal at the time, and I wanted to jump on board, but I couldn't afford it because I was in college. And yeah, it turns out that's true. Red Octane was the first online video game rental service. It was called 
Uh, game web game zone. Huh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> but there was another one for a while uh, at the same time as Netflix too that was a more popular one, right? I subscribed to a service called Games and Flicks, and it did some sort of like the flicks was an X or games with a Z or something like that. Oh, they want. And its cool. big thing was like, if hey, are you a gamer and you like movies? Like, don't g- get Netflix and GameFly. We do both in one. Oh wow! Oh, wow. GameFly was what I was thinking of. GameFly, yeah. Which is um, GameFly people still use. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't Netflix try to spin up video game rentals at one point? Yeah, they tried, and then they failed. Well, and they also tried to spin off the DVD rental business Yeah, Flickster. Is that what it was called? It was going to be, and then people lost their minds. It was one of the greatest, like, weirdest marketing blunders of all time. Yeah. I really like that. It was the most bizarre. So it's like Netflix is, you know, one of the most successful media internet companies of the last decade or whatever. But the way that they made this announcement was their CEO just, like, sitting around a patio table, and it looked like it was filmed on, like, an iPhone. It's like, good news, everybody. We're going to spin out, you know, our DVD business and our our streaming business separately. It's going to be called Flickster. This guy's going to be the CEO. And, like... Everyone lost their minds and the stock dropped like a million points and then they canceled the news like a week later. It's something that had surely been in the week. It's just sad that Netflix wasn't able to bounce back for that. There's that. also yeah. just not around there was anymore. also a company called Flickster and then they closed, I think, about two years ago. Mm. Just a separate thing entirely. Yeah. They owned Rotten. There's a lot of stirs after Napster. Remember that? Yeah. Was that the first stir? Mm. Everybody did a stir. Mm. I would love to know how many people are still getting like DVDs and Blu-rays in the mail from Netflix. I can't Netflix. even remember when I canceled no. mine. Yeah, how many people have it, didn't cancel it, and just have that disc sitting think, in their house somewhere? <laughs> so that's, that's the thing. Like, I think I haven't canceled mine because somewhere in the abyss, there's a DVD in there that mm-hmm. I don't want them to be like, okay, so you're canceling your DVD service. By the way, return that yeah. lost DVD, and I'll have to go into the depths of like all these boxes and crates that I have no idea where it is. But you're paying every month for the service, Lily. You paid much more than whatever that movie I would know. Cost. Well, no. I, I'm going to figure it out eventually. Don't okay. worry, guys. You should figure it out. <laughs> when I go to my uh, like my family's house, uh, there's always uh, you know, like an old VHS collection that's now in boxes and stuff. But it's a VHS collection, right? All yeah. the their movies that they bought. And half of them are Blockbuster yeah. boxes. Yeah. <laughs> and that meant that they didn't return them. They paid the $20 fee and kept renting. Well, or they just waited it out. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And then they just <laughs> no, didn't have they to pay kept the renting. Fee. They kept yeah. getting them. And it was because like, you know, when you have like a little kid uh, in the 90s, you know, my sister would watch like yeah. tons of these or whatever. And then and they just, they like, oh, it's better just to keep it. She doesn't care about the box. Art, yeah. You know? um, it was, <laughs> I, I guarantee you that, you know, Netflix's accountant, like somewhere on their balance sheet, they're making $800 million a year from just people that forgot that they're paying for like the <laughs> DVD plan and like just aren't yeah. using it. Like it's like the dark secret of like any subscription business. Yeah. We should go to Alaska and rent some Blockbuster videos. Yeah. Why is that? Where they're like under thirty, but they're still there. One just closed. That's interesting. Well, there's only twenty nine left in the world. Yeah, it's It's like internet's so bad there. Distance is so long that like renting is like totally viable. Interesting. And there's still box rental stores in San Francisco, so I don't. Just these are blockbusters. They must still be renting games too. Mm. Mm. Maybe if we have any listeners in Alaska that can verify this, I'm super (laughs) into it. Take a picture of Blockbuster and send it to us. Yes. And finally, before we go, let's share what we've been playing or what we're going to be playing this weekend. Lily? Uh, I'm going to be playing, uh, again, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon on the 3DS. There you go. (laughs) I really want to. I didn't finish it last time. I didn't either. I'm also going to play some Splatoon because I'm training for the Splatoon 2 Open Mm. Invitational. Oh, very cool. When is the Invitational? Uh, April 21st. What about the attorney at E3? 
yeah, that's what we're trying to get to. Very cool. Me and a couple of MVCP fans. Nice. Yeah. Damn. I think I still can't talk about the game I'm playing, so whatever. Well. Enjoy. I think you can talk about it. Well, maybe not right. Yeah, I think you can. After midnight tonight. Embargo yeah. at <laughs> Well, okay. Anyway. Midnight. I save be, that for later. I just want to be careful. Uh, I hope to be playing that, too, yeah. this weekend. For sure. So mysterious. Yeah. Justin, what uh, outdated TV show are you watching? <laughs> I am watching an outdated TV show. <laughs> oh, been no. Watching, been watching Gravity Falls. No, I, I fell off of Far Cry, and it's not because I just had my fill. Yeah. It was totally fun, but um, I, you know, it was too big for me to finish. Um, and now I'm going to be starting God of War, so I'm between games. See, why can you talk about it? Well, you don't know that that's what Sam was playing. Like by the time great, he <laughs> great in the future. Well done, everybody. <laughs> well, he said it. Like, <laughs> but then, but, but then that you didn't, said that didn't give away that that's what he was talking about. <laughs> well, that doesn't make any sense. I wanted to say that I was going to play God of War, but I couldn't because of Sam. That's what we're going to play. No comment. I'll that's play the it next too. game I'm going to be playing at some point. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to play God of War this weekend, and I don't care who knows it. <laughs> we, can, we can talk about it next week. God of War. Why not? Ooh. All right. I'll down join in on the fun. Uh, all right. That is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Lily. Too many, some would say. Yeah. Lily. <laughs> thank you for joining us for 20 questions. Yeah, thank you for having uh, me. If you have your own suggestions for 20 questions, email them to me at gamescoop at IGN.com or omegacops at IGN.com or goosecamp at IGN.com. My record is 100%, by the way. I retire with this. Yeah. Win-loss ratio. Yeah. There we go. Crazy. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Lily. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out. Good to be with you. Scoop. It's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.